0: You're back here on Mining Stock Daily. Trevor Hall here with another corporate update for you this Tuesday. We're going to touch base with Magna Mining once again. They do trade on the Venture with NICU and on the OTCQB with MGMNF. And happy welcome in, CEO Jason Jessup. Hi, Jason. Welcome
1: back. Yeah, it's good to be back, Trevor. Thanks
0: yeah i know you're busy there in toronto lots of meetings today this is coming off of a press release we got our first 2024 drill results here uh, out of crean hill there outside of sudbury here specifically targeting that 109 foot wall zone this is an area of crean hill that you and i talked a lot about over the last couple of years um you know again really nice grades of platinum palladium, gold. Uh, in this, in this foot wall zone, uh, there's a couple, uh, a couple drill results you published, I guess, kind of give us kind of that, you know, that wide view of here of what you, what you found and what you're going after.
1: Yeah. So this drilling was really focused on better understanding the, the 109 foot wall zone and, and specifically this high grade, um, trend that we identified last year with a few of our drill holes. And, you know, these holes followed up, um, drilling from the east side um, and we believe they're you know pretty close to a, a true width type intersection and we were able to uh, better understand and extend down that that higher grade trend in the 109 foot wall. and this is going to be really important um, as we uh, finalize our plans for advanced exploration when you know and that would entail going underground with a new ramp development and doing some test mining on um, the 109 and, mm. and also our 101 and, and our contact football our contact areas of our deposits so, it is a uh, very helpful, um, and you know, based on some of these grades, it's pretty exciting. Uh, definitely seeing some some better um, overall uh, nickel and copper grades, you know, as well as some great PGMs. Yeah.
0: Maybe let's talk about the copper grades. I mean, that actually stood out uh to me quite a bit. I mean, you're seeing double digit percent copper in some of those smaller intervals here, the sub intervals within those drill holes. Uh was that at all a surprise to you? And I mean and does that kind of does that open the book a little bit more on the base metal side? I mean, when we can talk about the nickel market here in a little bit, but
1: it's nice to be diversified. For sure. And you know, the the footwall deposits in Sudbury generally are much more dominant in copper. Um, now, based on the angles of some of the drilling we had before, I think we were missing some of the, the more massive sulfide um, type zones within the 109. Lots of, you know, very lower uh, nickel copper grades with with high PGMs. But um, now that we we understand this better, I think we're drilling at proper angles. It, it actually did surprise me. The copper grades came back better than I expected. You know, we were seeing um, and a lot of those intersections, you know, up to 14 meters at you know 2% copper, um, which is great with with elevated PGMs and some nickel in there as well. So it is kind of teeing up to be um, better better for copper than we had expected, mm-hmm. and but not really surprising because that is typically what we see in football deposits in Sudbury.
0: Okay, uh, two drills active there at Crean Hill, and it sounds like a third drill is being mobilized to Shakespeare. Uh, we talked a little bit last month kind of about the, you know, the strategy for 2024, Jason, that we, we need to rehash all those details. Uh, but maybe let's kind of dive down about what you're thinking here in the, in, in the next coming weeks, uh, you know, doing both Korean Hill and Shakespeare. I mean, there's going to be a lot of drilling uh, activity. You know, what should we be really paying attention to?
1: Yeah, well, we do hope to have some more results out um, in the coming weeks and, you know, before the end of this quarter, for sure. Uh, Some of that may be from our our Palladium Valley drilling that we're doing out at Shakespeare. It's one of our regional targets. Pretty interesting area. Um, We have a drill out there. I think we're on our fourth hole right now. So, you know, in the next, uh, call it three three to four weeks, we should have results back from there. Um, You know, visually, very encouraging. Um, It's an area where on surface there's been grab samples with high PGMs, with sort of lower nickel copper grades, but up to 13 grams of palladium, you know, and grab samples on surface historically. So an interesting area that hadn't been um, really explored, I think over a three kilometer trend, there was only three drill holes um, historically, uh, only one by Ursa Major, which was, you know, the predecessor we acquired. So it is a, a, an interesting target area and we'll have some results coming out before the end of March for sure on that. Um, and. You know, we continue, like say, to drill at Crane Hill. So there'll be um, additional drilling um, in the 109 foot wall area. And, and we're continuing to drill some platform holes um, and, you know, better understand the, the foot wall targets at Crane uh, at Hill. As we had reported earlier, we had drilled a couple of 1,450 meter holes. Um, we're drilling another hole now, better understanding that. And yeah, we hope to have, you know, more information on that uh, in the coming month.
0: Okay. Uh I'd love to talk about nickel here. <laughs> uh obviously challenges ahead. Uh BHP published their uh their their year-end financials and updates here in the last couple hours through last couple days. I mean um they actually mentioned nickel. Obviously, there's a lot to be talked about nickel and BHP. But one of they said that uh, the nickel market, quote, may rebalance by the late 2020s, <laughs> uh, may is a big word here. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it's hard to paint a, a beautiful picture on the nickel market here. But uh, Magna does have some good cash in the bank. You're doing good work. So obviously, there's, you've got to see some sort of opportunities here, as I know you and the team are in this for the
1: long haul. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is very interesting times. And we see this, you know, kind of once a decade in in nickel space. I, I've been working in Sudbury and in the nickel space for, you know, going on uh, 24 years. And I've seen it a couple of times now where you get these, you know, these markets that are just so apathetic and and people just, just doom and gloom. Um, you know, when 2016 when we were negotiating the acquisition of Shakespeare, it was during one of those times when nickel had been depressed. People were telling me, you know, get don't buy any nickel assets, nickel will never be above five dollars a pound again. And that was really the opportunity, the reason why we were able to acquire Shakespeare at the time um, for a relatively low price. And and I think we're sort of in that same time frame again where, you know, everybody's doom and gloom. Uh, we've already seen some mines shutter, some of the higher-cost mines. Um, you know, most of the big projects out there in nickel right now are are low-grade and they need higher prices. Uh, Norilsk has, has cut back on some of their guidance, um, I think 10 to 12% this year, um, which is, you know, again, a really big producer. And, and we've been hearing reports that in China, some of the, the NPI, um, you know, plants, they really need higher nickel as well. $7 us nickel is just not high enough. So they might be cutting production as well. So I think that mm. we are in a, a low, a low point. Um, I don't think that, you know, demand for nickel is going to stop. There's still going to be a lot of demand for stainless steel. Um, batteries are still going to be an important component, especially, you know, for class one nickel, um, like we would produce here in Sudbury. So I'm not overly concerned. I think that is. uh you know, we see this every once in a while, and and usually people, um, you know, get very down on nickel, and then the price kind of goes down lower than you think. And what it does create for a company like Magna is is opportunities to grow our, our company here in Sudbury. And you know, in these times when you know some of the majors are really struggling and, and trying to um, rebalance their portfolios, there may be opportunities to pick up some other good assets um, at really sort of bargain basement prices. So. You know, we, we're pretty optimistic. We think that uh, one great thing about Sudbury is it isn't just nickel and it, you know, never has been. And it's pretty unique in that respect that, you know, it's kind of one-to-one copper um, with with some good PGM byproducts. And, you know, when I was previously with FNX mining here in Sudbury, um, you know, the deposits we discovered in the footwall were, were largely, you know, copper deposits with some nickel and, and PGM byproducts. Um, And that's really why FNX was acquired for $1.8 billion um, by KGHM was for the copper. So, you know, we got great torque to nickel, um, but it's not just a nickel story. And, you know, I think with the the resources we have now and the exploration potential we have, um, you know, we're positioned really well. But I I still believe that we're going to, you know, see a rebound in nickel price. It may not be this year, um, but it's not going to be at the end of, of the 2020s.
0: Uh, you spent a lot of your career in the Sudbury mining scene that's been focused on nickel, obviously. Uh, so this is not the first uh, uh, down dip in a nickel market that you've seen. Uh, talk about what you kind of pay attention to uh, when that flow starts be turning more positive. Are there certain signs you're looking at uh, or, or waiting for to see when the nickel price might move again?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a tough question because... It's different every cycle, um, mm-hmm. but I think you know what I do see is when we kind of get down in this doom and gloom, where everybody is is so negative. That's the opportunity and for the contrarian investor, who can kind of understand that you know this has happened before, and and there will be you know an upswing again. I think it's a great it's a great opportunity to, to get into this space, um, you know. But overall, I think you know, once we see the, the overall economy rebounding, there's going to be a lot more demand for stainless steel. And I think as, you know, you know, for Russia, for example, and NorNickel, they've been dumping metal on the market, trying to sell off um, inventories they have to pay for everything Russia needs to pay for. So I think when that's going to end at some point, um, they won't be able to dump, you know, palladium and, and platinum and, and nickel into the market. Um, those inventories will dry up. I think that's going to be a real, a real um, catalyst for driving the prices higher.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Jason, thanks so much. Uh, I look forward to, I'll see you in like a week and a half. uh, Sudbury Saturday night. Sounds like it's in porchetta.
1: Looking yes, forward to that. absolutely. Uh, I'll, be back. <laughs> I'll be there.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That sounds great. I look forward to seeing you. All right, everybody. That's your update from Magna Mining. They do trade on the Venture with NICU and on the OTCQB with MGMNF. Thanks, Jason. Have a great day. Thanks, Trevor. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein